0: of the program. Brought to you by our friends over there at Bud Light. Back at it again tomorrow night. The toys hitting the stage. Wisconsin State Fair Park. Wednesday night live. Back. Gates open up at 6. Music at 7. 10 bucks for a car load. Free admission. Not a bad way to go. Stop out there tomorrow night. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. 867-1670 if you want to hit us up. Uh, give us a shout. I would love to hear from you. Um, yeah, uh, PacFan says, uh, we'll be nice uh, to see Boston lose after they knock the Bucks out. I uh, would fully concur with that. I would fully concur with that. Uh, the flopping... The falling down, all the crap. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with that. No doubt. I, as much as, you know, you get that Eastern Conference pride or whatever. Yeah, no, I just am not a fan of the Bucks or not a fan of the Boston Celtics who uh, knocked the Bucks out. Yeah, I'm just, you know, is what it is. And the NBA Finals, when it comes to an end. I fully believe, and we said at the beginning of the postseason, I thought the team to beat was going to be Golden State. I thought they have the most firepower. And Steph Curry's just flat out going off. Wiggins had a big game last night, obviously. Jordan Poole has become a star. You know, I mean, made Draymond Green almost, you know, somewhat, I don't want to say obsolete, but, you know, put him, and we'll say some of his antics, if you will, to the back burner. So, yeah, I'm not... uh, uh, I, I think it's going. I thought it all along that it was going to be Golden State as the winner of this thing. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. What's the next big thing you're looking forward to? Uh, Jansen says there's an ARCA race coming to the Milwaukee Mile. There is, there is an ARCA race coming to the Milwaukee Mile. Is that this weekend? I think it is. Ben, see if there's a. a you know, I can I'll probably Google it myself, but I think there's an ARCA race uh, at the Milwaukee Mile. Um, I think that's coming up this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. The Sprecher 150. I think that's what it is, but I don't know if that's this year or if it was late August. Is what late I'm August? Seeing. Okay, okay. The Arca race, late August, August 28th. I just I just googled that. I thought there was a race coming to a. To uh, the Milwaukee Mile. I thought that was coming, like, for Father's Day weekend or something. I always thought it was on Father's Day week. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, But uh, Okay. There you go. Yep. No doubt. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. There is one. There is one coming up, as a matter of fact. There is a race this weekend at the Milwaukee Mile. Um, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, it's uh, Father's Day, June 19th. Kicks off racing at the mile with uh, four classes of exciting racing action. The Father's Day 100 presented by Hunt Brothers Pizza will welcome the return of the ARCA Midwest Tour as they test their endurance around the historic Milwaukee Mile. There you go. Also uh, this weekend, the Upper Midwest Vintage Racing Series, the Midwest Truck Series, Mid-A-M, uh, Mid-Am Racing Series, presented by Wilkins Rebuilders Supply as well. All taking place. So the uh, the pits open on Sunday at 7 a.m. Spectator gates open uh, just after that at 9 Then practice at 9.30, qualifying that at 11, the ARCA Midwest Tour autograph behind the stands, opening ceremonies, racing starts at 1. There you go. I am not a nut. Had to track it down, but uh, it's at uh, Milwaukee Mile. The ancient, historic Milwaukee Mile. Do you ever see any, you, you were never here for any races at the mile, right, Ben? No. Such a neat place. It is such a shame that that just kind of fell by the wayside under a different administration years and years and years ago. Just just a sad deal, but glad to see it's going to be used. Glad to see they've got two of the uh, the race events coming up. So this weekend, if you're looking for something to do with dad or maybe you're just a car enthusiast, get out to the Milwaukee Mile, the historic Milwaukee Mile. And it's like 25 bucks. Reserve seating 25 bucks. That's it. Not a bad way to go. Take Dan to the races. It's going to be a beautiful weekend, too. Not a bad way. There you have it. 877 867 See, every now and then I'm, I'm not completely stupid. <laughs> not a complete undertow mentally. Uh, this one's from, uh, who's this from? This is from Bill. Bill says, uh, I think Craig Council is managing his way to a Hall of Fame career. How many more wins would it take for Craig Council to start being talked about as one of the best managers in baseball of all time? With today's sabermetrics, dead ball era, and all the things going on in the grip it and rip it mentality, don't you think Craig Council has done a pretty good job? And also managing the pitching staff on the National League side is difficult as well. Man, uh, that's uh, – boy. How many managers – I got. I, I don't even know. i got to Google. I'm sorry. Um, how many managers uh in baseball's Hall of Fame? I don't even know. I would assume it's like Casey Stengel and such. Sparky Anderson's gotta be there. Joe Torre for sure. Twenty three. Twenty three managers. Twenty three managers.
1: Um including Tony La Russa, funny enough. Oh jeez. Okay.
0: I I, I got to find the full list. Okay. Um. So, so Casey Stengel is in there. I was I was right about that at least. Tommy Lasorda, Sparky Anderson, Whitey Herzog. Oh, you go all the way back. My God, you go back to Cap Anson, eighteen fifty-two to nineteen twenty-two. <laughs> okay. Let's talk a little more modern times. So let's talk about somebody. Okay. Let's just say who else is uh, pretty significant? Tony LaRusse is there. Let's let's look at Tony Russa's record. What is his overall record, Ben? Do you have it by any chance?
1: I'm finding it. He is okay. two thousand eight hundred forty nine and two thousand four hundred sixty five. Thirty-five years so of managing. He's managed roughly roughly 5,300 5, games. Yep, and that is a winning percentage of wow. five thirty-eight. Wow. Okay, so he was a manager. He was in the Hall of Fame though prior to the White Sox, correct? Yes, uh, in okay. twenty fourteen or fifteen when he was off, and all of that obviously includes three World Series. Okay, there you go. So, three World Series wins, 5,200
0: games, 536, 5, what would you say, 536, 538?
1: 538, 538 winning percentage, you said? Yeah, pretty much 54%. Or, yeah, 54. Okay. And Craig
0: Council's managerial record, correct me if I'm wrong, he just won his five hundred. and what
1: did he do to catch Phil Garner? Five sixty three? Okay. Or five sixty four. One of the okay. two. Okay. Well, regardless. He's got
0: five hundred and sixty four wins. So he is about what, fifteen hundred at least shy of what LaRusse's record is? current um fifteen sixteen hundred. No. You said LaRusse has got twenty eight hundred wins? Yes. So oh my god so yeah he's he's 2300 shy of that then. Yeah, I, it, that is such an out there question. Could he end up managing that long? Sure he could, I guess. It, it, it to me though it's all about winning percentage and world series. I uh, that is that is so far cart before the horse it's not even funny. I would think that he would have to win at least a couple of World Series, be consistently in the postseason, have a postseason record that is at least fifty-five to sixty percent. Um, wow, I, that's that's unfathomable. I guess I. I I, I Yeah, I, I, don't even, I don't even know what to say to that. You know, because um, I know Sparky Anderson won three World Series, and he won World Series with both the Reds and the Tigers. Back-to-back World Series as well with the Reds. Uh, but I don't know how many years he managed, but he had 2,000 wins. I don't know how much more than that. But he had 2,000 wins. So... I mean, that's probably about your criteria, right, as a manager in in the modern era. Two thousand wins and more than a few more than a few um you know, winning percentage obviously above five hundred, uh, and then more than a few World Series. I think. So we'll say he needs at least two thousand wins. He needs at least two World Series and He needs a positive winning percentage in the postseason, and about fifty-three to fifty-four percent. In uh, yeah, it just now, um, Bobby Cox. How many? Because Bobby Cox is in there. How many World Series did Bobby Cox have? He only won. He won two with Atlanta, or one. One. He he only won one. Okay, ninety-five. Because okay. So, because I know he ended up in the World Series numerous times, but I couldn't remember if he just won one or two. Five trips. So, one okay, title. so five, well, there you go. Five trips to the World Series, one World Series title, and I'm sure he's got more than 2,000 wins as well. He was the Atlanta Braves manager for a long time. 2,500 total. 20, 20, okay, 2,500. Because he was with Toronto for, it, it wasn't a, a long period of time. So, he was with Atlanta for years and years and years and years. So, okay, so that's kind of your that's kind of your benchmark. 2,000 wins, at least a World Series, a winning percentage of 53 to 57%, something like that. There you go. That's what that's what he has to shoot for. I think passing Phil Garner is the first stepping stone, but beyond that, man, that's you got a ways to go. Got a ways to go. 877-867-1670, 877 877-867- 867 Sixteen seventy. If you want to hit us up, feel free. Uh, just you know, I—that's I, a question that came out of the complete left field. Uh, appreciate it though, because it is you know at least it's something to kind of think about. But not in the near future. It's not. There's there's got to be a World Series in there somewhere. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there in New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, on the borders. And uh, they are taking phone calls right now. It doesn't matter the location. It doesn't matter where you're at. Call them, 414-455-4451. 98% success, success rate of treating guys with ED. Also, in addition to that, they have low-T treatments. If you're feeling moody, if you're feeling sluggish, if you're feeling down, if you're tired, you're just like, oh, God, I can't do this. Could help you out there. Or the All-in-One Weight Loss Program. Don't forget the All-in-One Weight Loss Program. It works. All you got to do is call, 414 455 Four four five one. That's 414-455-4451. Hey, uh, real quick, I know we were talking about the, the ARCA race that is coming to, a, uh, coming to uh, the Milwaukee Mile. Um, just get a hold of the Milwaukee Mile ticket office. Um, I just had two people that said, when is the race? It's this weekend, this Sunday, Father's Day. ARCA race, the Midwest tour out there at uh, the Milwaukee Mile. All you got to do is get a hold of them. You can find it over on the Facebook fan page as well, which is, uh, I think it's just Milwaukee Mile. And you can look that up, too. Plenty of ways to track all that down. I I just, we were kind of waxing out loud about it. So go ahead and uh, give them a shout. Great weekend for Dad. I've been there about five years ago I went. It was really kind of a cool weekend, as a matter of fact. So stop out and say hello uh, to uh, to those who race for fun. A little bit of prestige, a little bit of money, but for those who race for fun and the sport of racing. Stop out this weekend. Take Dad. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next
2: covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
1: Show. Like every other we are back.
0: I
2: what my life is mean if it's
0: they say it feels dirty. Feels dirty. Coming out of the uh, coming out of the U.S. Open. Um, Mickelson said everybody's entitled to their, their opinion uh, when he was talking at his press conference. But the headline the headline you go to the uh, four letter network Says, this feels dirty. This doesn't feel like golf. How a traditional sport just got turned upside down. Rory McIlroy continues to pound away, by the way, at those who bailed on the tournament or on the tour. Said, uh, those guys, yeah, they quote, they took the easy way out. They took the easy way out. A lot of barbs being thrown back and forth. He rips the uh, the live tour golfers, rips them. And Brooks Kepka has said that uh, it feels as if there is a, quote, black cloud over this week's U.S. Open. He said, I'm here at the U.S. Open. I'm ready to play at the U.S. Open, and I think it kind of sucks, too. You're all throwing this black cloud over the U.S. Open. It's one of my favorite events. I don't know why you guys keep doing that. The more legs you give, meaning the other tour, the more you keep talking about it. Well, it is a topic of conversation, and you can't ignore the uh, giant pink elephant in the room. He said, I'm trying to focus on the U.S. Open. I legitimately don't get it. I'm tired of the conversation. I'm tired of all this stuff. Like I said, y'all are throwing a black cloud on the U.S. Open. I think it sucks. I actually do feel bad for the USGA for once because it's a S-blank situation. We're here to play, and you're talking about another event that happened last week. Don't forget, Kepka won the U.S. Open titles in 2017 and 18. One of them right here in our own backyard. Aaron Hills. There you go. Uh, Kepka has been bothered by a knee and a wrist injury over the last couple of months. He said, I've got a lot of other stuff going on. He's ranked 19th right now in the uh, World Golf Rankings. Sometimes golf is great and all in all, and I love it. But at the same time, I've got other stuff I've got to do. The wedding was a big thing, but just taking care of my body, making sure I'm 100% right, that's all he cares about. And don't forget, Kepka's younger brother, Chase, played in the LIV Golf's inaugural event, the Live Golf event, outside of London last week. He tied for 33rd, and he made hundred and fifty grand. He had about $315,000 in career earnings on the PGA Tour before going to the Live Tournament, and he makes 150 in his first swing, so to speak. Kepka said, obviously, Liv is trying to make a big push for itself. Look, I mean, I love my brother. I support him in everything he does. It's family. I'll always love and support him. Whatever he does, I'm cheering for him. And that's it. So a lot of controversy at the U.S. Open about the Liv Tour. A lot of talk about it. Uh, this is from Fred. Fred says, uh, hey, unit... If they're not quite sure that David Bakhtiari is going to be back, how are things going to shake out at the left tackle position? Is Josh Nyman back? Well, yes, but remember, you also have to figure out who's going to be right tackle because Elton Jenkins is not going to be back anytime soon. So you did obviously pick up uh, some depth in the draft when it comes to the offensive and and defensive line, for that matter. But for the offensive line specifically, Zach Tom is the kid you picked up, and now he's a fourth-round draft choice out of Wake Forest. But they picked him up. He can't play right tackle. That's kind of his position is right tackle. But I don't know if he's going to be ready to step in and all of a sudden be the starting right tackle and and do it as well as a, uh, a seasoned vet. You're kind of hoping what happens that Bakhtiari is back, and therefore Yash Nyman can go over to the right tackle position, and that way you don't, you're don't you not forced to put a, a untested guy in there at this point. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Dean says, I've been to the ARCA event at Milwaukee Mile the last couple of years. Uh, they didn't have it during COVID, but when I have had a chance to go, at least you get a chance to meet the drivers and walk around the pits and see things up close and personal. It's kind of cool. Dean, appreciate the email. Good stuff. Um, and then there's uh, Marcus. Who says, who's going to be the starting tight end if Robert Tanyan is not in there? Is it Mercedes Lewis just for his blocking capability? What about Dominic Daphne? Didn't they like him last year? Or is Josiah DeGuarda going to, put, going to play more outside than in at fullback? Uh, that's I, I don't know how they're going to do that. And the other question then becomes, okay, you're not going to have Robert Tanyan probably to start the season, I would assume. Uh, unless there's some kind of miraculous healing process that goes on between now and then. So... Mercedes Lewis would be your starting tight end, but let's just say Bakhtiari isn't full go. Then you're probably keeping your tight end as a blocking tight end. It almost eliminates your position because Nyman would go to left tackle and Zach Tom probably would be your starting right tackle. Unless Cole Van Landen or somebody unseats him, but Cole Van Landen is not a tackle. Um, and then you're most likely going to keep your tight end to that weak side because that will be untested until it's proven that it can fortify itself without help. Which means that kind of eliminates your tight end as far as being a weapon, and that puts you down to strictly wide receivers and backs out of the backfield. If you're Aaron Rodgers, it's it's look it, again. There's a lot of speculation about all of this, and I understand it because you, like myself, you're looking at this season saying, once it gets going, let it go. let's it let go. Here we go. Let it go. It's, it's all about the urgency of this year, the urgency of the end of Aaron Rodgers' career, the urgency of life after Devontae Adams, the urgency of a Super Bowl. That's what this is about. To me, game one, week one, week four, week ten, I don't care. I don't care. I just want the team to stay healthy, get to the postseason, and get to a Super Bowl. That's it. I don't want to hear the excuses. I don't want to look. There are legitimate things like injuries that can take you out of the mix. I understand that, but the whole thing about well getting on the same page and got to work this you know, it's crap. Okay, you've made your bed, you lie in it. Now get from point A to point B. I don't want to hear any excuses. Okay, so but we haven't, they haven't even taken a snap in, in training camp yet, and we're worried about who's starting where, when, and why. The first week of September, I, it, it, just breathe. Just breathe. Enjoy your summer. Hot dogs, apple pie, racing, golf, baseball, okay, all that stuff. Just just go enjoy it. Just, just enjoy the summer right now. Sunshine, fishing, campfires, s'mores, a few beverages, cold beverages outside. Enjoy all of that. Let's not get crazy on football right now. And I never tell you not to worry about Packer football, but I'm telling you, don't worry about Packer football right now. Let's get Because this is urgency once they hit training camp. Beyond that, pff, not right now. Not right now. You with me? Hopefully you are. 877-867-1670. Uh, that's a phone number. If you do decide that you want to hit us up uh, via email, you can, thebillmichaels at gmail.com that is the bill gmail at gmail.com give us a shout there and uh, you can hit us up there as well just don't get crazy good advice Ben or am I uh, am I overreacting here to all the questions and, I, and I, we it's a talk show we should appreciate the questions but people are getting nuts on me
1: no you're right and i mean a lot of that stuff is it's been the same thought really since last season ended and then the health mm-hmm. it's been the same thought it's Evolved, But, yeah, it's been the same thoughts as they've gotten yeah. back to Green Bay. So yeah. for Bakhtiari especially, I'm like, we'll see. Right, I'm not stressing about it. No. Can't do that yet.
0: That I agree. Uh, let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our gang at the Four Seasons. If you are looking for something fun to do for dad and you haven't done it yet, this is what you want to do. Okay? Listen up. Dad probably plays a little golf. Or maybe dad just wants to relax, right? Maybe you got a side by side. You got a UTV, you got a four-wheeler, you got a four seater, whatever. Okay. Say, so you, you call up Four Seasons Island Resort. You call up and you say, hey, uh, I want to bring dad up, right? Bring dad on up. You say, oh, by the way, between you and me, Bill Michaels 15. Bill Michaels 15. Or you go to the website, which is simply the4seasonswisconsin.com. The 4 the 4 Either way. Okay, you go to the website. You say, look, I want to bring dad up. Let him play a little golf. Let him relax. Take him down to the Boundary Waters Bar and Grill. Maybe even get, you're not driving. Have dad have a few. Relax. Take it easy. Maybe the wife wants him to get away. Maybe you, Maybe the best thing you can do is get him away from the kids. Kids drive them nuts, right? Maybe not. Who knows? Whatever it is, take the kids, pack them all up, or just you and the missus, or the dudes, whatever. Take them up to the Four Seasons Island Resort. But whatever you do, you say, Bill Michaels, 15. Bill Michaels, 15 that guarantees you 15% off right away guarantees you rather than giving you a bottle of wine which you may not like rather than giving you a free meal which you may not like rather than giving you a pretzel downstairs which you may not like that's okay get 15% off right now 15 so figure 15 bucks for every 100 bucks you can get up to 30 30 something dollars off if you choose to do so that's pretty nice it's not bad maybe they got a special on the rooms this weekend Maybe it's not sold out or anything. They want to get rid of the rooms. Okay, it's even cheaper. So if it's like say the room's a hundred bucks, you just save yourself fifteen bucks on that. So you're down to eighty-five. Not a bad weekend. Head on up to the Four Seasons Island Resort. Really cool place. Pembine, Wisconsin, God's country up there on the island. You can go fishing, you can go pontooning, you can go kayaking, go to the waterfall tours, play a little golf. Just relax. The Four Wisconsin dot com. That's the Four Seasons. Wisconsin.com. Great place to go. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show right after this.
2: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Cycle ride coming up, helping Fisher House, Wisconsin veterans, military members, their families. That's coming up on Sunday, September fourth. We can't say thanks enough to a lot of our great sponsors: Growth Law Firm, uh, protecting bikers' rights and one of the best biker uh, attorneys in the country, top twenty, as a matter of fact, voted on by Biker Justice Magazine. There's Great Lakes Dragway, which if you're going to do something with Dad this weekend, big weekend of uh, racing and running down at Great Lakes Dragway. They got a lot of specials going on. Speaking of uh, motorsports, so check out Great Lakes Dragway. Also, also our friends at the Rock Complex in Franklin, Alpine Valley, the uh, ski resort, the theater as well, Potawatomi Hotel Casino, and can't say thanks enough. Oh, there you go. That's another good gift card for Dad. Give him a gift card. Say hey, go 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 spend a little on us. Just go enjoy yourself. Maybe a little risk reward right there. Go to Potawatomi. Check that out. Then our friends down at Knucklehead, down in uh, Eagle. A lot of great places, a lot of people a part of this, and if you're following on the Bud Light Livestream, you can right now scan the QR code, get signed up for the ride, tell those, if you're a rider, great, and if you're not, tell somebody who is. That's our good friends uh, down there at MKE Brewing, where we motorcycle out of, and then we make our stops, and then it all raises money for Fisher House, Wisconsin, helping military members, veterans, and their families. So please come in and be a part of it. Joining us now on the highliner, our good buddy Andrew Wagner is here today. Drew, what's up, man? How you doing?
2: You know, I was thinking this morning it'd be a nice day to go for, for a ride, get back on a bike, and I'm like, no, 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 105, that's, that's like a blast furnace in your face, so <laughs> right. maybe, I'll, maybe I'll skip the getting on the bike for a little bit and wait for it to cool off a touch.
0: So, let's, I was asking this earlier today about anxiety regarding the Brewers and the losing, and they finally snapped the losing streak and such, but... What have you seen as the bugaboo or numerous bugaboos with this team over the last couple of weeks?
2: Uh, injuries. That, that's first and foremost, it's injuries. Secondly, it's just, uh, you know, people will roll their eyes and say it's an excuse, but you just got guys who aren't feeling good at the plate right now. And yes, I understand how that can seem like an excuse, but baseball is so much a mental game. You know, beyond the physical, beyond beyond the physics of it, it is a mental game. And when you're not feeling good, uh, things are going wrong. It just kind of spirals, and and you need one positive thing to happen for things to start to turn around. Maybe they finally got that. I don't know, but you can't discount the fact that they've been ravaged by injuries to key guys over the last couple weeks. Um, That hurts. That 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 takes a toll after a while, because guys who. You know, their job is to move around the field giving other guys a rest. They're in there every day. Other guys aren't getting a rest. That leads to more injury. it's just it's a snowball effect.
0: So I I guess my next question is if you're David Stearns, you're just basically waiting for the my opinion is wait for the team to start to get healthy and then kind of see where you're at. I don't think you're gonna make any knee jerk reaction right now, right?
2: Absolutely not. I mean you still have you know, uh, six weeks, eight week, almost two months until the trade deadline. I haven't seen your team at full strength. Uh, on paper, you've got the best pitching staff in the National League, maybe all of baseball. Uh, there is time for for guys to get healthy and to see what you got. And you know, it's just there isn't a move to be made right now. There just isn't a move to be made right now.
0: The I know there's frustration. Don't get me wrong, because they were losing uh, to finally get the win. The the big thing is pitching we were talking about this earlier it's not just a bat. it's been the pitching they've been giving up giant chunks of runs and and you know jason alexander's probably been one of your best pitchers over the last couple of weeks has everybody just kind of gone south at the same time
2: i think so and again having that, that that's just long slog of games without a break and without getting a chance to reset your bullpen uh that hurts and at the very end of it when you're shaking things up and you're missing guys out of your rotation, guys who normally are able to eat a lot of innings, uh, the guys that came in, uh, in some cases, didn't didn't cover the innings they were hoping for. That put more stress on the bullpen. Again, it's a cascade effect. You know, when, you, when you're playing a game every single day, one day can, can throw things off for a whole week. We've seen that before. Um, I think it's going to take a little while for everyone to get caught up and, and to settle back in. Uh, it, it just, it's part of a season. It's part of a 162-game season. It sounds like hubris. It sounds like ex- excuses, but when this happens to every team every year, just happens at different times. The bright side is all this crap the Brewers are going through right now, get out of the way now, You know, all these road trips, all these road games, all these long stretches of an off day, you look at the second half of the schedule, they're pretty much home from, from the end of August, you know, through September, a ton of off days in there. Plus your big horses like, like Woody and Freddie, all this time they're missing now, that's just time. They'll be able to be stronger later in the season. If that makes sense, you know, you're always worried about pitchers come to playoffs about the workload, that they've had during the course of the regular season. Well, this month, maybe two months in some cases that puts them, you know, somewhere back towards a, a normal workload.
0: Talking with Andrew Wagner uh, at and by Andrew Wagner over on Twitter. You can follow his stuff there covering the Brewers. Let's talk about the positive Christian Yelich. Uh, now granted, you know, six games does not a season make by any stretch of the imagination, but what has been different about Yelich during this stretch in which all of a sudden he's just started to tear the cover off the ball.
2: It's what we saw a little bit earlier in the year. We're just making good. Co- it comes down to a very simple thing. When you get your pitch, you're not missing it. You know, that's, all it is. It's all it comes down to. That—that's hitting philosophy in a nutshell. He's not missing his pitch, uh, especially guys like him. They might get one pitch an entire at bat. It might be the first pitch, and everything else, a pitcher is going to make you dance and chase for it. When he's getting it, he's not missing it. Um, you know, he, he's doing some damage with it too. He's barreling balls a little bit better. But it, at the end of the day, it all comes back down to when he's getting his pitch, he's not missing it
0: so when you have guys like Lorenzo Kane who continue to struggle, you know what do you do at this point? I mean, I know there's people that want to run guys like that out of town, but what do you do with Lorenzo Kane right now
2: uh he's gonna he's gonna be playing off the bench. he's gonna be a late game defensive replacement he's gonna you know go in there when the matchup is right uh he's he's gonna go in there against guys that he's had success against he's gonna go in there against guys who his numbers say he's had success against. Uh, he's going to go in there when, when they need to give somebody a break. He's going to go in there when they need uh, a strong defensive presence. No, Lorenzo Kane, like it or not, is a huge part of this team, um, and only partially for what he's done at the plate. He's a big guy in the clubhouse. He's a big guy in the lock in the, in the dugout. He's a big guy defensively. He needs a lot to this team. They're not going to get rid of him. I know people think that they should just Cut the bait. It ain't going to happen. It just ain't going to happen.
0: The uh, the the team itself. I know that Craig Council's made a ton of moves. They've used a ton of different rosters. Does, does there ever come a time when you can just kind of settle in?
2: You know, I, I, I want. You'd think that over the course of 162 games, you could do that, but I, yeah, I don't see any any time coming any anytime soon that he will be able to.
0: The uh, the pitching staff, I know it's been tough because obviously with Woody that he, he went down. And when when do we expect Freddie Peralta back? Do we have we heard anything regarding that?
2: Not really. Um, it's it just it's gonna be I mean, he's basically gonna have to start over, Bill. Um You know he he's gonna be he's been shut down for a while. He's gonna have to go through the progression just like you do in spring training. You know start by playing catch, then long toss, then throwing off a off the mound, then some live VP, and then a handful of you know, a handful of, uh, of minor league rehab starts. You know, I, I obviously at this point I, I'm not going to think anything before the All Star break seems to make sense. Um, we haven't heard much of a timeline, haven't heard much of an update, but it's gonna it's gonna be a long a long road back because they're gonna have to start him over, basically like coming into a season fresh. Which at the same time, like I said before, this could be a good thing. You know, this could be a good thing. This could get, be be the difference between him maybe playing on fumes come October and, and him hitting his peak. So you, know, you got to gotta try and find the silver one.
0: Yeah, that, that was going to be my other question, because if let's just say Freddie doesn't come back, I'm just taking worst case scenario. That's the reason I don't want to be, if I'm David Stearns, I'm not knee jerking it right now because you may end up going with pitching rather than finding another bat, right?
2: Right, exactly. You know, there's, there's, the, the, the opportunities or the possibilities are endless at this point. Um, but I do think pitching will be part of the equation come deadline. Um, you know, the big thing, you know, we always kind of roll our eyes and laugh at this. And I was telling the boys in the morning show, you know, those, those middle relief pieces, those middle relief depth pieces, uh, that's actually the Brewers' biggest need right now. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they find a guy that's got starting capability, uh but has been working in a relief role, but can fill in as a spot starter if needed. So, pitching will definitely be high on the list.
0: Talking with Andrew Wagner at by Andrew Wagner is where you can find his stuff. Give me some positive. Give me some other positives in all of this.
2: I mean, it's it's June fourteenth, and they're what a game, a half game out. Uh, you know, I, I look at it this way, and this was the argument I have had on something yesterday. Like they're complaining that they're you know oh, you're a half game out of first place, they blew their lead. I'm like, well. You know, two weeks ago, you were saying, well, their lead is only a half game. That's not enough. So if a half-game lead for the Brewers is easy for any other team to overcome, why well, is a half-game deficit for the Brewers you know, in June so hard to overcome? This is still the cream of the crop in the NL Central. Again, they've got the best pitching on paper and in theory. Um, there's no reason why this team wouldn't make the playoffs this year. Uh, and with that playoff, with, with that pitching staff, you got to play out. Obviously, not good, not so well. But that, I, and I just don't see any reason to panic in the middle of June over a half game deficit when you've been basically playing with third string guys for the last month. Like, Everything is fine. It just this is how it goes. And, and if you're new to baseball, they play 162 games and they play them all for a reason.
0: How big of a series is this uh, going into New York?
2: I mean, it is big, They're they're a very good team, and it's obviously a potential playoff matchup, but you don't want to put too much emphasis again because it, it just, it's not like other sports. You know, if the Bucks are going into Philly and playing the Sixers in, in November, it's a big game. It's an important game because you're gonna, your chances are you're going to see them again, you know, come playoff time. I, I think it's a lot different in baseball. Obviously, it's important because all eyes are going to be on it, uh, and it's going to reveal a little bit. You're going to be playing against a very good team, but it's not going to make or break the Brewers' season, that's for sure.
0: Always good, my friend. I appreciate it. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll talk to you soon.
2: Good. I will, and good luck with the uh, with the Fisher House event. That's a great event for a great cause, and I will be uh, shipping it as best I can.
0: All right, buddy, we'll talk to you soon. Andrew Wagner, there you go, at Andrew, at by Andrew Wagner over on Twitter, at by Andrew Wagner over on Twitter. Yeah, look, when it comes to the New York Mets series, it's a big series because you want to kind of measure yourself against the best that that the East has to offer. Uh, You'd like to take two out of three, just win series at this point. You want to take two out of three. You want to get healthy against Cincinnati. You know, Cincinnati, decent offensive team, not good offensive team, but decent offensive team you can go in there maybe get your pitchers pitching staff a little healthier against them what you're what you're kind of gearing up for is you want to play really well when you get to uh, next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday and that's when St. Louis comes to town keep fighting for that top spot in the National League Central try to get some of your guys back healthy over the next couple of weeks get yourself into July into the All-Star break and then who knows get to Ju- Sunday July 17th get to that point get to that all-star break and then uh, take a breather a little bit. So you're, 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 I get it. You're banged up. And that's probably the biggest story that uh, we tend to forget about because when you see what the product is on the field, you're thinking, you know, taking losses, not being able to throw strikes, you're giving up hits, you're giving up timely hits. You're not getting timely hits at times. So I get it. But the bottom line is, is that you just want to get right against St. Louis hang on to that lead stay near the top in the national league central get yourself healthy and then kind of go from there stay tuned more of the bill michael show coming up next
2: right ready this is the bill michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone radio network
0: Okay. Got more Deshaun Watson news. Oh boy, oh boy. He just—he, you know, if um, when it comes to the uh, Cleveland Cleveland Browns, and I, I will say this, uh, I don't think there's any owner in the National Football League that is rooting for Deshaun Watson to be cleared. Be honest with you, I don't think there's one owner other than the Cleveland Browns, Jimmy Haslam. That's it. Tell you about that coming up here in a minute. Hey, our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery, great stuff, good place, good people. Always, always love uh, talking to these guys and and girls for that matter. Melissa, one of the owners. Melissa and Chris are the owners, and Jake is the uh, the brewmaster, if you will, the the winemaker. With the pink, I say that with the pinky out, even though they're not pretentious at all. But that being said, they want you to enjoy the wine, no matter what it is, whether it's dropping a little ice in there, whether it's I will say you know a little red wine with fish you can do that right oh that's ghastly how dare you no forgotten fire winery is like look whatever you like drink it if you enjoy it do it we, we'll win awards that's fine we got gold medals up here Psh, let them collect dust we just like to have fun and that's what it's all about forgottenfirewinery.com forgottenfirewinery.com maybe take dad there with this weekend or stop into your local grocery store liquor store Woodman's wine, uh, total wine, whatever. And, uh, look for the, uh, the homegrown right here in Wisconsin. Peshtigo, Wisconsin. Look for them. Forgottenfirewinery.com. That is Forgottenfirewinery.com. Good people up there. Real good people. So, confirmation two more lawsuits are going to be filed against Deshaun Watson. Uh, apparently, some, uh, one of them, one of the newest, um, one of the newest uh, defendant or uh, plaintiffs in this is coming from the state of Atlanta, Georgia. One of the plaintiffs came to him via a referral from the lawyers in Atlanta. The other plaintiff saw last month's feature regarding the allegations on HBO's Real Sports with Brian Gumble and said, "No, no, 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 not no. He's he's full of crap." And so there you go. Got two more. So how many more will there be? Last week. Uh, the New York Times reported that uh, Watson uh, got messages from at least, get this, 66 women in a 17-month period. Ben, real quick, what does that amount to? How many women a month? 17 well, months, you said? Over a 17th month period, 66 women he contacted, apparently. 3.88. So yeah. Which is 3.8 women a month. Yeah. A woman a week. The 24th lawsuit against Watson filed last week contends that Watson received more than 100 messages from random strangers he found on Instagram. This guy is effed up. Effed up. What is wrong with you? Situation keeps getting worse as well. The clock is now ticking for the league. How can the NFL do, do anything? when it doesn't know how many more of these cases are going to be filed. And, again, paid leave seems to be the only option that makes sense, but then he's getting paid and pissing everybody off. The owners, I guarantee you, after giving him $250 million guaranteed or $260 million guaranteed, I guarantee the owners should just want this guy to go to jail. Don't ever pay that contract. We'll just say it was a bogus contract. And, don't yeah, don't ever pay that thing. No owner wants that. The owners are mad as hell that the uh, Cleveland Browns did this. Uh, guarantee you, there's they, there any dirt they can find, they're probably di- giving out right now. Any dirt they can find on Deshaun Watson, any rumor, they're probably turning it right over, right over to the attorney, right over to Busby, Tony Here you go, Tony. Here's another one. Throw it on there now. You, you gave Ben Roethlisberger a suspension for one allegation. One. I mean, what, what are you going to do for Watson? I mean, this is ridiculous. Got a lot more to go. Another hour of the Bill Michaels Show. Hang in there. More coming up right after this. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rip, subscribe.